Uh, hey, one night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you're going to carve it out right here. Carve out a safe place, as I say in my plane drifting voice. And I'm going to, you know, where, where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up, whether it's uh, thinking, feelings, sensations, whatever it is, I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to send my voice and my intention across the deep dark night here. And no one's ever said, well, geez, how do you get it across the deep dark night, Scoots? And I say, well, I have a, you know, wings of pointlessness. I send my voice and the wings of pointlessness. You know, just like, so, you know, uh, some of the things go on the wings of dawn or an eagle's wings and the breath of dawn. Uh, or what is, Bat, what is Bat Midler's song? Here, I never know. Wind beneath my wings. I got the boars, the boars and the snores beneath my wings of buoyantlessness and some zeros. You know, you know, heroes, you're all heroes. You all deserve some rest. That's why I make this podcast. And it is not to degrade uh, Bat Midler or the songs I had to sing in church as a young boy. While with the born nuns who are beginning to pity, not quite in the... Maybe, you know, 20, 30 years, I'll develop some empathy and compassion for them. As they would, you know, and again, I guess this, oh boy, maybe we're not supposed to talk about religion at bedtime, so this is just behavior. Let's just take it, we could generalize it as any authority figure. Uh, they'd say, well, geez, I noticed you weren't singing during, you know, they wouldn't say it like this politely. Well, I noticed you weren't singing during that song there. Yeah, they, they, do, they, they don't talk like that, or they didn't back in my, my day. Uh, you weren't singing on eagle's wings or war wind beneath your wings. Yeah, well, you know what I was thinking about uh, beaches, sister. I was confused about beaches. Uh, the Bette Midler, Barbara Hershey movie. And then they were stunned because it hasn't come. It, this is probably my memories are misaligned. Uh, but if you're for, is this your first time here at the podcast? Welcome. We were in the middle of an intro. I think I made. You know, they they think those are fugue slips, we called them. I slipped into the old fugue slip. You know, I keep it under my clothes, you know, so that my soul, I don't know, my soul isn't showing, my uh, something isn't showing. So every once in a while, uh, that I, I can't, you'd think that making a joke out of fugue slip would be easy, but it's not. Uh, so sorry about that, sister. I was going to try to make a relatively, relatively vanilla joke about fugues and slips, uh, but I couldn't pull it off. But can I get back to my audience, sister? Uh, so uh, if you're new here, what I was trying to say is that uh, this podcast can go off off track a little bit every once in a while. But the idea is... Whatever's got you up, whatever, whatever, if, you, if you're thinking about stuff, if you're concerned about yesterday, tomorrow, the events of today, you know, if you have something flaring up that's just demanding your attention, but, but it's really a little bit out of your control, if you have a noisy neighbor, snoring partner, you're traveling, whatever it is, I, I want to uh, distract you. Uh, tonight I'm going to do so. We're going to do a little Metasta Snooze and Breaking Bad. Totally uh, uh, vanilla-sized, just like just like using the word slip instead of uh, sister cover your ears. I'm going to use a word that's only offensive to lingerie. You know, it's like pretty much the same thing. And I can hear people, oh, no, it's not. A slip in lingerie is not the same thing, Scoots. Yeah, well, you know, in my main, you know, in my, in my, uh, Vague, vaguely familiar. How about that? Vaguely. I don't even know what I was comparing. Honestly, I already lost what I was comparing slip and lingerie to. As I realized how... Seriously, I'm, I can't get back there. I think I was trying to make a comparison. But whatever it is that's keeping you up, I want to take your mind off of that. Oh, Breaking Bad. 
So I'm going to talk about it. Here's how the episode tonight is going to work. It's going to distract you. It's going to be lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. So what I do every single week is I watch an episode of Metastasis, which is a Colombian remake of Breaking Bad. It's in Spanish. I don't speak Spanish, but I watch it and I take notes. Then I'll watch the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad because it's nearly a shot-for-shot remake. I'll take notes on that. Both wonderful, wonderful programs to watch. And then I'll rewatch it again, the metastasis, with the subtitles, Spanish subtitles on. So I'll try to get some Spanish language words, kind of know the context. And then I'll look them up. So the first segment is actually from the third watch of it. Strange, I know. And I'll make up a little story kind of based on the Spanish language words I'm trying to learn. And it's not meant to make fun of Spanish or anything like that. It's just just fun, and it's actually a great jumping-off point for senseless storytelling. So you can just kick back and listen, and you don't got to really tune in because you're like, Jesus, this doesn't make it. It just makes no sense at all. And that's exactly it. Just lie back and let it kind of let me mumble and stumble. I'll be a little bit silly, lighthearted. Then we'll talk about rewatching the metastasis news and break, you know, go through the plot, the paintings on the walls, uh, the clothes people were wearing. I usually like to heap praise on actors and actresses and say, Jesus, look at the way she was holding that pencil to her lips. So much meaning. And I'm, I'm being honest, but usually when you use pregnant pauses and lulling, soothing tones, you say, well, she's a, uh, yeah, I could I could picture Skylar, you know, with a pencil against her cheek with that look, her head just turned. And then you wake up for work the next day. That's the way the podcast, that's the ideal, you know, moment. you say, what was the last thing you're, and then the next day you wouldn't even remember that, you know. Like maybe two weeks later you'll be in a meeting and, you know, you'll see someone with a pencil against their cheek and then you'll crack up and you'll be, and then, and then it'll be, give you a great chance to talk about the podcast. Hopefully it'll help your job and, you know, you won't be cracking up at the big, you know, close. And then you'll see, you just yell out, fugue slip. I'm in a fugue slip. You know, don't do that because, uh, trust me, I just did it on, a, on a, my own podcast and I still, my face is a little red. Uh, but that's a podcast. It's meant to take your mind off of stuff. I think I try, I guess I was a little passive aggressive against the nuns. That, that's where... Uh, a lot of my trouble uh, formed from, actually, to be honest, that's like we, we owe the podcast to some of these nuns I had in Catholic grammar school. Because uh, I think I'll put it in the most quaint way I can. Me and the nuns did not get along. And that would be a giant understatement. I mean, we we didn't see eye to eye because actually I was just a little kid, so they were all taller than me. But even, we just couldn't, it was just like we could never trying to think if there was any that I can't kind of nope not that I can think of not at that school um maybe one of the teachers I never had but but I, and I this isn't a a railing against nunhood or anything like that you know just these particular <laughs> no 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 I was a very difficult child and student and, and something about that uh it created this perfect storm and the result of the perfect storm was that you know, they were the authority figures, and I couldn't get along with them. So it caused me a lot of angst and anxiety and, and fear, and that caused sleepless nights, and I just couldn't get to sleep in the later stages of grammar school because I was terrified about going to school because uh, I knew this power dynamic. I mean, I didn't know it was a power dynamic. I don't Actually, I'm not sure. I'm quite sure I know what that means now. But I was trying to think of a play. Well, you know, it was a power str- a little. I knew each day would be could be filled with conflict, and I, so I would stay up all night trying to worry about it. And they'd be worried that I wasn't going to be. You know, if you can't sleep, you know what I mean. We don't need to go too deep into it. And for one, you know, for those uh, you know moments you don't forget. You know, when you're there in the deep dark. That's why I use the term deep dark night. Doesn't get any deeper or darker than that. Lying there. You know, with all those feelings. And saying, she said, I just don't know what to do. And a couple of saving graces for me was, you know, sharing the room with my brother and having my brother to distract and distract me. Or uh, I would listen to this radio, comedy radio show, Dr. Demento show that I talk about, you know, and I'd listen to Weird Al kind of 
make his parody songs and stuff like that. And that's where the podcast came out of just my never forgetting that uh, those things were there to distract me and not, you know, I, I can relate to the pain. And I spent a lot of my life making choices to kind of avoid returning there. You know, that didn't work out either uh, to, to sleepless nights. Uh, but now I found uh, that I can return there in this whole new healthy way, I guess. And, and not really. I can't, you know, I joke about time travel. You know, I'd be the first, you know, time traveler convicted of raising his voice at nuns. You see, you time traveled. To raise your voice in nuns. Well, that's a polite way of putting it on a sleep podcast, but yes, sir. And then, you know, then you were sentenced to be the nun's assistant, you know, repeat the schools. Yeah, that's my dream. That's that's the scooter story. Don't So I just won't time travel. I'll just do it through this podcast. And what I can do is kind of just be there for, for anyone that's sleepless, that's listening and I'm just going to, you know, and this guy, that got a little serious. I just, I didn't really mean for that to happen. But I think the key is that the whole situation, if you take a few steps away from it, was a bit ridiculous. And that there can be some lightheartedness around that. And that maybe injecting some silliness or some weirdness, some ridiculousness, and some just well-intentioned distraction into bedtime I could take your mind off whatever it is, because that's what I wanted. And uh, so I'll just be here telling, uh, I guess this is getting a little, I'm getting a little gravitational pull now. So so, so I just want to be a little bit silly, because they say, geez, you know, they were doing the best they could. I was a kid. I didn't know what I was doing. And they say, so if, if you're there now, and maybe, 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 you know, out there in the, uh, Echoes the space. One of the nuns is listening and say, Hey, maybe I could help you go to sleep wherever you are. Uh, L E L L E H or wherever you might be. I'm just kidding. I mean, I guess partially I partially am not, but, um, so, so I'm sorry. I, I guess I'm be a, you know, I got, I guess I got unresolved issues. Of course, that's why I do a freaking strange sleep podcast. If I was balanced and, you know, uh, adjusted you know i'd probably be uh you know closing some barriers you know be doing closing deals at the bank or something you know and i'd be getting ready to whatever i don't know what normal people do i'd get in a car you know that was new with leather seats and then uh go have some escargot and i'd probably don my ascot uh but i'm so grateful to be here doing this podcast because it's way way the hell more fun and way more silly, and that's who I am. That's what I am. That's what I do best. So I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. I'm going to use pointless meanders. And I guess that may have been a little self-indulgent, because all this podcast is is kind of a... Uh, I don't know if it's a pathway to healing for me, but I say, geez, it, it's me trying to do my best. I said, geez, most of the time I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And maybe I can have some good intentions and make some good use out of this good goofy stories I like to tell. So I'm glad you're here. If this is your first time here, you know, normally it doesn't go this deep, you know, but uh, I'm glad you're here. I, I hope uh, I did it justice that you understand why I do this. And I really appreciate you stopping by. And I hope I can help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, housekeeping around the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can find our show notes. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter. I want to thank uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who edits our show, Sounds Like an Earful Podcast, who edits our shows and does our theme music. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. We've got a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And that's another safe place, believe it or not, in the deep dark night where you can just go and um, there's just, that's where all, like, some of the listeners hang out. And you can get to know other listeners. You can talk about stuff related to sleep or uh, pets or other fun stuff. Make friends. That's at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. And the moderators, the lovely moderators over there. Laura Alexandra, Rachel L to the G, Lida Lai, Julie C, Jennifer B. And I think that's it. Let's get on to the show. 
Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's... Uh, Thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, uh, noises, uh, partner snoring, a dog that's lying on one of your legs, and you know, making you know, dog noises, cat, you know, cat scratch or cat scratch fever. I still don't know what that is, but I know it could keep you up. Uh, or you know, having the song stuck in your head, so I won't do that to you. But whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to do send my voice across the deep dark night here and try to tell you a little tale, spin you a little yarn. Uh, though if I was in, you know, the the things I've been in charge of spinning, you don't have me, sp- I could spin you proverbial yarn, uh, but don't have me spin you anything because it would be a mess. I'm terrible at winding, spinning, coiling. Oh boy, I'm the most terrible coiler. And I said, okay, go over it again with me, boss, with these ex Remember one time with the extension cords. I know that was in a, a, a production class. I think that was in a film production class. And the teacher went over it a few times with me. And I said, okay, I got it. And I think I did it right once, and then I could never get it again. Actually, they could have been with audio cables, but I think I had the same. I've had the same problem with hoses and uh, uh, other. You know, anything you need to coil. Uh, you know, knotting. I'm good at knot. Unintentional knots. Oh boy. Uh, you know, unintentional masses of string and ball. I've done it a few times. I got that down pat. Uh, you know, mucking it up, as they would say. Uh, unspooling. I'm not, actually, I'm not. I'm not really into unspooling. I mean, I, I've dreamed of standing at the top of a hill and having a spool of something, and then you know, rolling it down. Uh, but I don't know if I've ever had a chance to do that. I think if I had, if I worked on a ship, I would be. Well, I'd be the bedtime storyteller by night. And by day, I think I'd like to be the sounder. You know, they say, "Okay, Scooch, drop down the old." Uh, and they say, well, sorry, sorry, Captain, I got it all tangled up again. And he say, if you couldn't put me, me crew to sleep every night, you know. And they say, well, you wouldn't be able to do anything with this rope. Were you going to say you were going to do something to me with this rope because you couldn't, because it's all tangled up? And actually, that's kind of what the podcast is. It's like a normal story, uh, despite if it's in a linear, nonlinear fashion, you know, the, the events take place one after another where they get, you know, you have flashbacks and flash forwards. You know, normally a storyteller will lay, lay it out in a nice tight string. I mean, you know, the, the better the string, the better the story, the better the storyteller, the better the storyteller, the better the story, the tighter the story string. You know, unless you're a true master of, of uh, you know, like someone like uh, Terrence Malick or something, you know, or uh, or Richard Linklater, but he 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 weaves a pretty tight story. But me, I'm I'm more of the you know I'm in the the knotted story genre. You know, I don't know if that's this. Uh, it's not a school yet because they, they said I wouldn't even waste any students' time. What do they call that? Like if I was in France and I had myself a salon and things, they say, well, Scooter teaches, the, he's in the knotted story. I could just call it that, the knotted story school. Obviously, tuition would be free. I could pay my students in doilies and tea. And they say, well, geez, what are you going to teach us? Scooter? They say, well, nothing useful because I can't really teach you because then it would you know, mess up the thing I got going. But basically, they'd say, are you guys familiar with string? And they say, use that. Med-. And I said, yeah, it's a knotted story school. What the hell? You want me to start making metaphors that aren't string related and not related? All right, I'm sorry. You're my first expulsion. And I said, well, you hired me as the headmaster. And they said, oh, wait, are you inside my brain? Am I talking to the inside of my? Oh, yeah, okay. Are there any students at this school? 
Okay, just one. Okay, so let me just so so that's the the school of or that's the kind of stories they tell. If you're new here, this will happen from time to time. You know, because I'm just here trying to un you know un like. So let me see if I can make this, but just in case someone's new and and I don't want to. If you're listening, you kind of get the idea. So if you really dislike this, you say, well, maybe you'll check out, but or you could stick with it for a little while. But just imagine you spent your whole day, you know, you know, instead of you work in the same widget factory where you're the one spending your whole day winding the yarn around, you know, that's your job. It's a metaphor, you know, it might not be, though. You know, you're one of the great, you know, main street masses, you, you know, one of the, you know, yarn bundler. And then after work, you know, you, you see your family, you kiss your family, you talk yarn, you know, talk about the string and the twine. Your children are, you know, the twine league, your, your son's in, you know, and the string toss and your daughter's been doing. And then you, you and you, your partner, you settle down for a nice evening of string-based entertainment. And you expect your strings to be taught. You expect them to end in a satisfactory manner. And then you t- you say, okay, now I'm going to check, you know. And, and, okay, I see someone raising their hand. And even though this isn't, I don't know if there's a string-based people or not, okay. And no, I won't make any puns about the string theory except for this metapun right now. And yes, I'm going to string you along till the end of this metaphor. And that's, that was a, you know, a masturbatory pun, I guess. Uh, but anyway, and then holy cow, the, the puns we could come up with out of that. Now I'm distracted. But anyway, you turn in and you say, okay, now it's time for me to go to bed, you know, start another day on the old string production line. But uh, all of a sudden you notice your mind instead of all this uniform, you know, nicely organized string, you know, your brain suddenly says, well, your life's not anything like that movie string. And it says, well, you know, you can't even appreciate how your kids aren't perfect, but you can't even appreciate. And then you say, well, God, what, how's my, you know, everything's getting knotted up on me. And it says, yeah, well, don't worry. Old Scoots has got a solution for that, which I just presented because ideally some of you might have forgot everything you were thinking about. And you see, this guy really is, he's literally and figuratively stringing us along right now and pulling our strings, you know. And I say, you, you got to, you, oh boy, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to pluck you, pluck your strings, my friend, because you, you're, you're one, you know, a beautiful instrument of puns. And I say, well, actually, Scoots, can I pull you over here? Those aren't puns. I say, okay, that's great. We'll just keep going with this intro, though, okay? Uh, but so I'm going to come in and I'm instead of even trying to say, hey, don't worry about all this knotted stuff. I've got a little story, and I'm going to kind of follow the strings of your knotted thoughts. But then I'm going to kind of go off on my own, and I'm going to be here unwinding and accidentally re-nodding. But I'm going to be talking about it in a soothing way. I'm going to be going and saying, listen, listen, you know, going like that. And I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff because it's bedtime, you know. you got to go back to the to the weaving, whatever you call it, you know, Weston Weaving Factory or wherever the heck you work tomorrow. So you want to be rested, you know. You want to have your A game for when you're winding up all that stuff. And you want to be re- refreshed for when you get home and you talk about those things with your family or, or whatever pastimes you choose to partake in. So I'm just going to, you know, be here to chattering for another about 45, 50 minutes. And, and you could fall asleep whenever you want, you know. Don't hold tightly to anything I'm saying. You know, let the strings slow, slow, you know, slide through. Almost had that. That would have been a tight way to finish this out. But let the string slide uh, gently through your hands. And don't worry, it's a waxed string, so you won't get any kind of string-based burns or anything like that. But that's it. You know, I'm part string puller. I'm sharp, part string knotter. I'm a string talker, string narrator. You know, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I'd probably be sitting somewhere. I'd say, well, so look at this. Uh, you know, who is this a bowling? I'm undoing a bowling here. Is that a square knot? 
Yes, yeah, I'd be writing like unnodding poetry, you know, square nod, loose, square nod, obtuse, fear not, leer not, unnot, I do. And so, and everyone saw have some gratuitous poetry thrown in there. And I say, okay, no, it's not a poetry, no, it's not a pun. I got you, internal critic. Oh, no, you're not a career, Oh, internal, uh, wait, internal not, 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 or, oh, I like that term. So that's it. That's all I'm going to do here. But if you can't fall asleep, if you're here, I hope I can help you fall asleep. That's one. You know, fall asleep whenever you like. You don't have to listen to me hard. You don't have to listen to me soft. You can just let me chatter on. I don't even know where the hell that came from. Listen to me hard. Uh, but, you know, sometimes I can just say what pops in my head, but just kick back, you know, listen. Now, if you can't fall asleep, I'm going to be here giving it my best. And obviously, you've gotten a good dose of what my best is. And you say, it's just not bad. It's better than thinking about my, my, my not related issues or my physical knots or my have nots or my need nots or my not have, you know, whatever it is that your your brain, your body, your feelings or, or you know, the fact that it's not quiet because you got some jerky neighbors or whatever it is. I'm going to take your mind off of that. I'll be going through a story here. I'll be doing my best. Uh, just keep you company, all right? So I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you stopping by. I really hope I can help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, housekeeping, we're on web, www.sleepingwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. Uh, you can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback, sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can uh, get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter, on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Bosey Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who edits our shows and does the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on the lullabies. I wanted, we have a Facebook group, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank our noderators, Jennifer B., Julie C., Rachel L. to the G., Lydle I., Alexandra and Laura. And I think that's it. Let's get on to the show. I hear you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm going to do the rest and what i'm going to do is carve out a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night whether it's thoughts feelings uh, physical sensations noises that you're tra- you're traveling or just general frustration or some momentary reason, I'm going to do my best to take your mind off it. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to send my intention to try to help you fall asleep is to escort you across the threshold or to kind of distract you that you know, then you'll just drift across the threshold from wake to sleep. I'm going to bust out my wings of pointlessness. I'm going to take us down some... You know, what's called road. You know, we say, hey, let's take a side road. Let's go off the main way. Let's go off the the, the 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 beaten path, and let's stop and look at these leaves. And I'll describe the leaves. It'll be a little bit more interesting than that because the, the the goal of the podcast is uh, to just get enough of, of your attention. Uh, so, so you say, okay, well, hey, hey, brain, quiet down. And I realize as soon as I lie down, you're, you're, every, every part of you is kind of jockeying for my attention. You know, but let's listen to this guy. He, he, he might have an essay. No, I don't really have a point, but I kind, I kind of have, a, you know, not, not a point, but like a rounded. I got a nub, you know. I do have a nub. Holy cow. Never shared this on the podcast, and, and I can, okay, cease your giggling, anyone that I have a crush on, because this will probably be broadcast at every Trader Joe's now that I'm talking about my nub. It's not, it's on my head, oh boy. It's on my, It's so I do have a nub, but, anyway, but, but I'll get back, I'll be back, I'll get back to my nub in a second. What I mean, though, is I don't have a, 
Like you can, I'm going to draw your attention in and take your mind off of whatever, you know, narratives going on or feelings are going on. I'll use something like humor, which is just being myself, you know, so you say, obviously, you know, your interest is peak because, you, you know, it's not going to end well for me describing something on my body that's nub-like, you know, people, people are, the world is not nub-friendly, you know, even though nub's a lovely word, you know, you said if you had a, a puppy, why don't, you know, somebody, if you, anybody adopts a dog, name it nub, or how about a nickname for a kid, especially a toddler, Though we don't want to give Nub a complex, but you say, hey, Nub, you know, Nub Jr. would actually be better. So so let's plan for future generations. Someone name your child Nub, you know, with the attention of them having a child named Nub Jr. They say, hey, Nub Jr., come over here and sit on uh, Pop-Up's knee. And let me tell you about when your father Nub was just a little, you know. They say, Pop-Up, were you called Nub? No, that's in my day. Nubs were things to be ashamed of. There's a podcaster, though, that changed everything for the word nub. He took the shame off of of all the nubs of the world and just put it on. He he absorbed all the shame of the shames of the nubs of the world and took it and, and internalized it just for himself. What a sacrifice he made! Needless, it turns out it was a needless sacrifice. Nub Junior. And that's why you're free to roam the world with a nickname. No, Papa, it's my real name, Nub Jr. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, so the podcast, you obviously don't need to take it seriously. I'm, 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 you know, I'm stuck in a nub right now. I guess nubs that would get stuck and stuff. You can't get stuck in a nub. Um, but, uh. It was, it'll distract, distract you, but it doesn't, you know, there's no point. I guess that was my point about nubs is their point, you know, nubs aren't point, pointy, neither is this podcast. And that's why you can listen and you can kind of drift off when you want, or, or you can kind of listen or, you know, no active listening. You can reflectively listen. You can just biomechanically listen, but not have your brain process it. And at any time, you're not under no obligation that to me, you know, just drift away. You know, I'll be here giving it my all in case you can't sleep. Uh, but even the story about that I have enough, it's not, you'll say, huh? You see, cause maybe, you know, someone to say, geez, honey, I, I fell asleep. I was looking forward to finding out about Scoot's nub. And you say, yeah, it was kind of anticlimactic. And it, like all the scooter stories, you know, it was, it was like, oh, well, that's uh you know, because Scooter overthinks, he overblows things. It's, that's why it uh, kind of parallels, you know, that's why he's so good at putting people to sleep because he's a, as he says, he's one of the afflicted, you know. So so that's why I do the podcast. I overthink, I overworry, and some reason I can run great interference, you know, because I'm an expert. And I, I spend, I do spend a lot of time, you know, entertaining my neuroses. Like, I guess I could start the neuroses world circus, you know. And I say, with your, you would perform as your, no, 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 for neuroses to, you know, and anxieties, all those things. I'll entertain those parts of you uh, while you drift off. And they say, you don't got to take me seriously. You know, you, you could fall asleep, you could stay awake, or you could kind of be in a middle state and just slowly float away. That's the ideal. And I'd, I'd like to just skip over the nub part, but I, I'll tell you, like, it's, uh, I have a, I guess it may be a vestigial thing, but on the back of my skull, uh, let me see, I'm going to, I'll be, I'm, I'm feeling it right now, so the volume might change here. Anyway, you know, a lot of people I get emails about when I'm uh, messing with the medulla and the amdiglia, medigagal, you know, oblongata stuff. You know, because that, that's partisan stuff, partisan brain discussions, you know, right brain, left brain, center brain, you know. So, and I don't say any of that to divide anybody. But this might be one theory, like sitting right on the top. I don't know, maybe it's on the bottom of the back of my skull. There's a nub. Like, I'm, right now I'm pressing on some soft flesh. I think that's my spine or the top of my spinal column. Like, you know where your shoulders, I got a big bump there, and then it kind of curves in. 
Maybe that's my neck. Is that what they call that? A neck. Uh, so I think those must be neck bones. And, and then uh, right where right where my skull would start, where the soft stuff stops, I'm probably pressing on some you know gray mat or gray goop. But then there's this nub right 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 in the middle. So maybe I had a tail, uh, which is probably better to have a nub than a tail. They say, you, you, I'd have to cover it with hair. They say, no, I have a it's weird to sing, I have a vestigial tail on my head. Yeah, I'm kind of like a human horseshoe crab. It's it's uh, it's all the rage now. You know, I should have, it's too bad I wasn't uh, one of the rich people in the, um, you know, Mocking Jay series or whatever, Catching Fire. Because I wouldn't, I said, well, I already have, you know, I don't need any treatment. I have a vestigial they say whatever a horseshoe crab thingamajig back there. Yeah, but luckily or whatever it is. So now it's just a nub. And it's it's nub like so when and the most embarrassing thing is if I go to someone that's new, when they come ahead, the nub is big enough that if they're buzzing, they'll hit it and then there'll be a bald spot. But you know, I've given up on my haircuts anyway, so it's not a big deal to me. Like having a little circular bald bald spot. And as an introvert, you know, and someone that's not comfortable talking to humans, it's good small talk, you know. When you're already uncomfortable, you say, well, geez, what's that? What's with the, uh, you got a bald spot? I said, oh, no, it's a nub. I said, okay. It's, it's, it's not a bald, I mean, it is a bald spot, but it's not bald. It's like, because uh, my nubs, do you want to feel my, no, I'd rather... You know, you get a feeling I did talk about this on the podcast because I used to rem- this is this is how disturbed a person I am. But I used to imagine it was a ballpoint pen, my nub, and then instead of being a nub, it was just a circular, like a large, I mean, it'd be way larger than a ball in a ballpoint pen, but I used to imagine, and then I'd imagine my whole head was, and then the teacher said, what are you doing? Is your head itch? And I said, no, 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 I'm writing my name. Writing with my ball. Never mind. Yeah, I'll just go to the principal right now. But I do. I do that all the time. I just pretend there was a ballpoint pen in there. And then my nub was, uh, you know, free-flowing spear. Uh, so that's the nub report. Uh, nub Jr. here with the nub report. That's That would be a good podcast, the nub report. I don't know what it'd be, you know, we'd have to, we'll have to figure out, but it'd be, yeah, Nub Jr. here reporting on the Nub Report. Scooter still has a Nub uh, Report. That's it today for the Nub Report. Today, Scooter once again pretended it was a red ballpoint pen and he was checking and doing smiley faces and A pluses. Obviously wasn't his work. Uh, this is Nub Jr. I've been reporting for the Nub Report, sponsored, unfortunately, by Scooter. Uh, so that's it. Like, if if you're this first time here, welcome. Yeah, I got a nub. So that should give you at least a few bones. You know, you say, well, okay. Another thing about this pike is ideally you feel like you're a little bit superior than me, and that's fine. Or at least your brain, you know, your, your brain parts, they should feel, you know, because they're keeping watch over you. And I'm kind of harmless. You know, my nub's not good for anything except for eight minutes of conversation. And, and it's eight minutes that'll, you know, permanently kill most conversations. Here, I can use it as a lulling, soothing meander uh, to try to carry you off into dreamland. And that's what I'll be doing the rest of the show. Tonight, we'll do a little storytelling uh, about our recurring characters. Uh, but mostly, I want to say welcome. It's first time here. It might take a few tries to see if the podcast works for you. I really appreciate it. I can see why anyone would be skeptical initially listening to this podcast. And now further on, you'd either be confused, uh, dismayed, horrified. Be, you know, no pity. I, you know, now I have no pride, you know. Nub June, you know, well, I have nub, nub acceptance. One day I'll say I'm proud to have a nub. I'm proud, I love saying the word nub, so, uh, so that's it. Uh, and I'm glad you tried out this podcast. I guess that's what I was saying. I hope it helps you fall asleep. I yearn to, to help you fall asleep. But, but if you can't sleep, I'll be here. Don't worry, 50, 60 minutes from now. Uh, you know, just trying to take your mind off stuff. Be your companion in the deep, dark night. So, 
I'm glad you're here, and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by. Housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on our website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dears Scooter. Uh, or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does our editing. He edited this show and did the theme music. I want to thank uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our, on, our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. We have a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods where listeners can gather and meet each other. Uh, make friends, talk about sleep stuff. I want to thank Alexandra, Laura, Lida Lie, Julie C., Jennifer B., Rachel L. to the G. Those are our moderators over there. And I want to thank all of you that reach out to me and, and support the show with your kind words and your feedback. And just let me know you're out there. All right, let's get on to the show. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is uh, create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night. I'm going to carve it out. I'm going to pad it out. And I'm going to try to take your mind to distract you from whatever it is that's been keeping you up, whether it's uh, something going on with your body, your neighbors, something you've been thinking about, or something you've emotionally been dealing with, or any other of the endless things that can keep you up at night. I'm going to try to distract you by that. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. It's going to come along with my intention to try to put you to sleep or at least take your mind off of stuff. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, uh, Ben's, you know, probably some proverbs or proverbial-like stuff. Ben's in the river, the old bend in the river. That makes me want to sing. I know a song, Nick, about Ben's in the river. What about Ben? Is there any, what are those things called, you know, like if you had a bunch of Ben's in a river, you know, B-E-N-S, in a river, and a ben, you know, Ben's in a river. You see, oh, I love that song, Ben's in a river. No, 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 Ben's, B-E-N-S. Uh, that, you know, sometimes they talk about James Serber, how much they love it. I bet you he has a short story called Ben's in a River. And if he doesn't, he's probably writing it right now, where, you know, up there, wherever he's at, you know, saying, hmm, I remember a story, you know. What's that river called? Cuyahoga River. It would have happened there. I think he lived in Cleveland for a time or Ohio. And he said it was, you know, it was the Big Ben Convention. And they said to be, oh, for people that love Big Ben. He said, no, no, no. He said it was a long story. Then he would kind of go. Now he, his stories were written and rewritten in a result of uh, taking stuff out, not expository stuff, exploratory Explosator, explosive. No, that sounds too much like something with the stomach. Because uh, I have, you know, both expository and exposition, exp- what do you call it, exposition, uh, expository dialogue. That's what I have and discussion. So what I'm going to do is take some tangents. If you're new here, welcome. This podcast a bit strange. It's a bit different. Uh, as opposed to like a guided meditation or... Uh, you know, an engaging podcast or an audio book or just rain noises and stuff. I, I'm going to kind of ramble. Uh, first, I'm going to get through this uh, introduction and try to make you feel welcome, give you a basic idea of what I'm like, because then you can say, well, this isn't for me. Or what is this thing? Maybe I'll give it a couple tries. So a lot of people that listen to the show now say, yeah, it takes a few times because Scoots is a different character. Uh, and that's me, by the way. Welcome. I, I don't always introduce myself. My, I go by Dear Scoot around here, these parts where, you know, this is here right on my front, right on my, well, it's my backyard is where the bend in the river was, where all the bends got caught. You, you know, the big, that, 
uh, that was a lost short story, uh, you know, that I'm keeping down in the basement by James Thurber. Old Jimmy Thurber wrote about it. Oh, I got his bag first banging on my door. Hold on, yes. Oh, they, he doesn't go by Jimmy, I guess. Well, and, and you know, that you know about. Oh, also, he's never written a story called Ben's in a River. Uh, and I'm not authorized to make any fan fiction. Unauthorized. Uh, oh, boy. So this is, so this, uh, so this is a podcast to take your mind off. So if I'm a little bit silly, uh, what I'm going to do here coming up, I'm going to talk about the uh, TV show uh, Breaking Bad and its Colombian uh, remake, uh, which I call Metastas News. It's a shot-for-shot remake. Uh, so after the intro, I'll talk. Uh, I, I go through and I watch Metastas News twice. Breaking Bad once I take a ton of notes. I sanitize it down for you, get it ready for bedtime. I really concentrate on, you know, unnecessary details. I get weighted, just like going on here, you're witnessing it firsthand, but I'll be doing that with the show. Uh, the first segment will be a kind of a bedtime story based on, you know, from the Colombian version. I don't speak Spanish. I'm trying to learn it. So I'll write down a bunch of Spanish words. Then I'll look them up. And then I use that to tell a bedtime story. And if you're a stickler for Spanish or, or English, actually, by the way, uh, it's you just, just, it's okay. You don't, you don't, uh, I'm not trying to insult anybody. And, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit. And you can email me tomorrow and say, hey, Scoots, you don't, you know, that's not how you, did you say something about susposition? No, exposition, I called it, I think. It's explosive. Well, I don't have anything. I guess I do have a bit of explosive exposition. And I forgot what the other word was that was kind of like exposition. But anyway, thanks for for bringing that to my attention. Uh, so you're under no pressure to take me seriously. You're under no pressure to listen or expectation. This podcast is meant to distract you, to meander. The reason I say take send my voice across the deep dark night is I'm going to try to escort you across that strange threshold between wake and sleep that you kind of just have to stumble into anyway. Uh, so the idea is instead of thinking about all this stuff going through your head, you just kind of kick back and you listen to me. Maybe I put a smile on your face. Maybe I don't. Uh, but I'll, I'll be here. Uh, and you say, well, geez, I could listen. It's a, hey, what was he even talking about? Oh, Ben's in a river. How many Ben's could you get in a river? And anyway, he never finished up about that big Ben convention. Uh, so maybe he'll talk about it. Maybe he'll make another story about that one day. Uh, but, but, you know, that'll be it, you know, or I could just say, well, geez, it was just that it was a Ben, it was the big Ben convention. It was for all Ben's over the average height in those days, which was five, eight. They had a big convention, all the Ben's. It was sponsored by different corporations that used Ben in their title. And I think there was something, you know, maybe mildly nefarious about it. Because uh, I think there was this new product about getting Ben's drunk, like ben, Big Ben Lick or something. So all the Ben's got drunk and they jumped in the river. Ended up there were so many of them, they got caught in this strange, they were floating. And then they all, it's just a strange thing where they all got caught. And they called that the Ben's in the River incident. Uh, so usually the, the story would be slightly more entertaining than that because that was a pretty lame conclusion I mean, I don't know what was lame or the setup. I mean, it's interesting. It's just nice to say Ben's in a river because then you think Ben's in a river. But you see, I can picture about 30, 40 Ben's, different Ben's, you know, across the spectrum. You know, even a couple women, they said, well, I was named Ben. What do you want from me? And they're all in the river there. And it's the kind of, bed, you know, soothing, uh, dreamlike thoughts I'll try to coalesce with. Uh, but the main message is no, no, no expectation. You listen, uh, drift off whenever you feel like it. Now, if you can't fall asleep, I'll be here. Believe it or not, I'll be giving it my all for the next 50 minutes. Uh, so if you can't sleep, I'll be here as your kind of a bore friend, I call it, your, your nighttime companion, your, your goofball, you know, on-demand goofball.
I never called it that before, but that's kind of what I do. Uh, in the same way, just take your mind off stuff. The stories will be, uh, I mean, for me, they're top level entertainment, but you know, you're not going to miss anything if you fall asleep, but if you can't sleep, you say, Hey, it's just, this isn't, and this isn't half bad. It's kind of like a bird call makes about as much sense as a bird call. But you, when you listen to birds, you say, geez, I don't, I don't understand what the heck they're singing about. Oh, also any scientists or ornithologists out there, this is a question I would think I should call into an actual science podcast, but how do birds get their call so loud? I was listening to a couple a couple of days ago, and it was way at the top of this pole. And I said, man, that is like, you know, now that I record podcasts, I got some awareness of amplification. I said, man, that is really, that bird's getting a lot of gain out of its, like, with its diaphragm or whatever. So that's it. Uh, this is a podcast to put you to sleep, to take your mind off of stuff or to keep you company. Uh, I'm glad you're here. If there's your first few times here, I hope, I hope I'll be a fall asleep. It doesn't work for everybody, as I said. Uh, give it a few tries. I hope it helps you. I'm glad you're here. And thanks for stopping by. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on our website. You can uh, email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. want to thank Chris Posty Posterson, who edits some of our shows, does our theme music. He's got a podcast, Sounds Like an Earful. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. We have a Facebook group. We've got these lovely narrators over there. Uh, Alexandra Laura, Lie to Lie, Julie C., Jennifer B., Rachel L. to the G. And I think that's it. Let's get on to the show. Uh, hey, all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me. The podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'll do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever has been keeping you up at night. Whether it's uh, thinking, you know, something you're feeling or sens- sensations noises, travel, you know, breaking your skin, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of it, all right? And how am I going to do it? I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night, along with my intention to kind of put you to sleep with no pressure. No pressure, man. And really, that's a big part of the podcast. If you're new here or you need a reminder, this is like an obligation-free podcast, you think like you see obligations a little bit, but when someone says you're obliged, that sounds way more serious, you know. Just by shortening the word, I feel like I should have on white gloves with frillies. You see, did you just change it from an? I time traveled into the 1820s just by changing from obligation to obliged. You know, I feel like I should be, you know, adjusting my lapels or something, but. uh you know, there's neither one. You're neither obliged nor obligated when you get to this package. You don't, you don't need to listen. You don't need to fall asleep. You don't need to remember anything. No pressure, man. And I don't know why I invo- invo- invoke that voice. Uh, from a, from a, I think that's like a, the, the stereotypical 60s guy. But I guess because he was in that uh, Cars movie. Which you know is great, but uh, it was just just to say that there is no pressure. That's uh, that's kind of one of the ways the podcast works. Is I'll I'll do some talking here. I'll try to put together a metaphor in the next five minutes, explaining something to relate to the podcast. But it'll be you know like uh, incomplete. You'll say, well, he tried. He did try to make a metaphor. Yeah, but and I guess maybe I'm under. I'm trying. I guess so. I feel like I'm under an obligation to make my metaphors make sense. It just lacks the, you know, you know. I just lack the. Uh, it's not for lack of will. Let's just say that. But that's where it works. You say, well, he's trying to put that metaphor together, but he can't quite squeeze it in there. And you know, say, well, but he's nice enough, you little fella. 
And you say, well, and they say, well, she said, you say, it's not bad. And then you'll drift off. But that's okay. This is a situation where it's perfectly okay. I don't mind one bit. In fact, I strongly encourage it if you can. Uh, but at the same time, I was just talking about this. That this isn't a, this podcast isn't a sleep solution. It's like a sleep offering. Like I'm offering this to you and maybe it'll put you to sleep. Uh, but maybe it won't. Maybe it'll just be your companion in the deep, dark night. So you don't have to fall asleep. And because it's not a solution, you know, you're, you're, you're the same. No, you're not obliged or obligated. You know, take the, uh, the doily laced gloves off. And if you can't fall asleep, don't worry. I'll be here the whole time uh, giving you a little story. I'll do some meanders. I'll use lulling, soothing tones, pregnant pauses. I don't have slow motion talking like in that Disney movie. That was funny with the sloth. And I think I looked up whose voice that was. It was an awesome job, whoever did that voice. And could we ever get sick of Mr. Bateman? I don't know if I could. I, I don't think I can. Uh, but but so, what was my point? I got I got distracted by his his, his, his the sloth and the fox once again. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, you're, I'll be here doing stuff like that, picturing stuff in my mind, trying to translate it into, uh, you know, words, you know, slowing down. Sometimes I'll speed up. I try to, you know, normally in day-to-day life, I tend to be a spaz. If you're new here, if you've listened to three episodes, you could probably pick up on the subtext. You'd be like, well, Scooter can keep it calm on the show. He's definitely, he's he's probably had a few spaz attacks before. And I'd say thank you so much for bringing that up in public. Uh, so, you know, whoever just brought that up in my, that I've tried to repress since spaz attacks. Yes, I, I have had spaz attacks. I've had a few. I did it the spaz way. But, but I try not to have them on the show. And if I do, I'd edit it out if I did Right, say well, I, I do. To, to, then I talk about it. I say, well, she's to. Where's it? I mean, what's what's with it? spaz is a pretty good word, but it, actually, it's too loaded. And it's another thing. I, I do have. I'm not in touch with my actual emotions, my my real feelings, uh, or you know, I have trouble with intimacy with humans. But with words, I, I, I'm like you know. I'm like the Dr. Phil of word, word human relationships and also Dr. Joyce and Dr. Uh, you know, uh, Ruth. And, you know, you know, please don't judge me. But, yeah, I say, well, I just have, I mean, I can detect right away. I said, well, I should pull back on spaz because that's a little, I can feel it inside me, a stirring. This is that word. It's just been through too many things. It's been used. In unkind ways, I'm trying to take it back for us, and say, you know what, normalize it. I, I, st- I am a spaz. You know, I've gone through the, you know, the John Hughes insults. You know, there's a geek, which has been, you know, that's that's been rescued. Thank you, nerd. I mean, those are it's pretty much the jacks of the twenty. You know, twenty. What are we in the twenty first century or the twenty second? But whatever. Uh. So you get, what are the dorks? It might be a dork because they think like, so geeks and nerds, they have useful skills. I'm not sure. I guess I'm not sure of the meaning of dork. I think it, but then then there's spaz and that's right. You know, say, well, I got a little dork. I don't have the skill, the useful or the uh, intelligence of the, you know, I'm just on the spaz end. He's like, oh, and the tough thing is, it's cruel being a spaz, you know, uh, you know, because you, you're all, if it wasn't for the spazzing part, you could at least delude, at least the spaz, I was able to say, well, if it wasn't for me being a spaz, I'd be a normal kid. I mean, everyone would have a good laugh at that, but I think there's one other one, a geek dork spaz. But let's rescue those words. I don't know if, I, I guess I can't, if I can't define dork, I can't really rescue it. I mean, I think the dork is probably in the spectrum, you know, probably is in the middle. And I'm sorry, dorks, you know, you're kind of on the spaz on my, you're on, you're on my side of the thing. So I'm trying to pull it, pull it back for you. I just can't define it. 
I think actually, unfortunately, you might be like a geeky nerd, but without the stuff. Where I'm almost like that, but then I just do, you know, but I have the spastic tendencies where you're probably more reserved. So I guess I am a dork because I would go, you know, I would always vacillate between the two. You know, because then Nana would say, why are you spazzing? I can't do Nana's voice right now, but, you know, you spaz out, you get to it. So then I dork it down, you know. I don't think either one is, I guess you could be extrovert and be any of those things. I don't know. Say, oh, wait, I've been doing a podcast here. Holy moly. Sorry. Sorry about that. New people. Sorry. Got a little caught up there. But in a good way. I, 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 you know, it wasn't like morose. Like, I mean, there's a, there's a lot to say about our society, but you say, geez, well, you know, maybe you could reclaim some of these. But I guess this, you know, I think we're pretty close because I feel good about it. And this is where I'm not kidding around. And you can have a chuckle at this. Like I said, when I'm on my own, I'm practicing pl- plenty of auto shot and Friday. You know, way more than the two minutes I'm practicing the other other auto auto stuff. Um, yeah, sorry, mom. But but I, I I've been wondering about it because I'm like Jesus. Maybe I should like maybe I, when I'm on maybe I should be more spastic. I should embrace my spastic side instead of like. Uh, trying to contain it down. And I mean, there's a part of me right now, even though I know this is a podcast, it's a pretty safe place to say, what are you saying? You're going to be more spastic? And then, you know, rolling his eye. And, and, and I guess this is where the metaphor comes in. At bedtime, I don't know if it's possible to even have this kind of, I mean, this feels like a, a somewhat, I don't even say this is a rigorous debate, but this is a gentle unpacking of these uh, childhood words. Uh, to say, hey, let, let's 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 like create some softness in, around these things. Uh, but at bedtime, it's mostly them just shouting the pejorative versions of those things, or the hurtful versions, or you know, saying, "Well, geez, if you weren't such a spaz, scoots, you know, you wouldn't remember." I don't know if anybody listened to that episode. How many people listened? To, there was an episode where I had a spaz attack as an adult. With someone I had a crush on at Trader Joe's when I was trying to ask her how to say Worcestershire sauce. And that was a spaz attack, and then I ran away, and uh, and that was the end of that crush, you know. Uh, well, unfortunately, it didn't kill the crush, you know. It just, it, it just killed my delusions of the crush. Okay, that, and this just killed the mood. But, but at bedtime, that all stuff could feel like a really big deal, but here, I think uh, the skill set I possess is that I'm not in your brain. And I happen to have this lovely thing we'll call a toolbox, really a brain of lunatics, uh, that allow me to kind of jump around here and maybe find some relatability to what's going on with you and say, hey, let me distract you from all that. Let me let me calm it down a little bit. I'm going to use the, you know, some pointless meanders and my creaky dulcet tones here. And then I'll just keep rambling, you know, so so that at bedtime, instead of listening to you, you kind of listen to me. That's the obligation I was talking about at the beginning. You're not obliged. You know, the only real obligation is, I think that's the wrong word. It's my pleasure here. I'm going to be here doing my best. And it might, be, it might not be a perfect job. And this podcast doesn't work for everybody. You know, I hope it works for you. But, I, but all I'm going to do is try to take your mind off stuff, be a little silly. You know, we'll transition into more fictional-based stuff here a- after this part. So you won't have to worry about, you know, you're like, Jesus, how much time does this guy spend overthinking about his existence? And I'd say, how many how many hours are in the day? Because add to like four. Uh, so 28 hours a day. Uh, yes, when I'm sleeping, too. Um, but yeah, well, let me take your mind off of stuff. Uh, this is just a, basically a podcast. You kick back. You let me, dr- my voice kind of drift away. You kind of say, well, you see, yeah, you see, just say that. And that's the honest truth. I'm doing my best here. I'm kind of, you know, uh, dancing around, keeping the spaz sacks under control. It's like a slow-mo. I guess this is it. It took me this long to get there, but it does relink. I'm a slow-mo spaz attack. And that's what I do. That's what this podcast kind of, the, the intros, I guess, are a slow-mo spaz attack. Re-empowered, you know, 
empowerment. I wish I could find a way to say that with some kind of where it didn't sound gimmicky. But we'll just say slow-mo spaz attacks for good. So I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate you stopping by because I can see the sensibility and having a level of skepticism about this podcast. But thank you for coming by. I really hope, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, let's move on. Uh, housekeeping, uh, we're on www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes can be found there. You can comment on the website. You can find me on Twitter at Dear Scooter. Email feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I think is what it is. What it is. I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who edited this episode and does the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork on our honor. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. We've got a Facebook group over at sleepingpodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And I want to thank our moderators over there. I want to thank Julie C., Jennifer B., Rachel L to the G., Lie to Lie, Alexandra and Laura. And I believe that is it. So if you have any questions, uh, you know, hit me up and let's let's keep this uh, train moving.